0: Hello everyone and welcome to Fun Kids Meets. This is our brand new podcast not about bacon or sausage but about <laughs> all the excellent people that swing by Fun Kids and have a chat with us. Bex is joining us at the moment. Hey Bex.
1: Oh, hi Sean, how you doing?
0: I'm really intrigued to hear about who you met for Fun Kids Meets this week.
1: All right, well, um, as you know, Sean, or as I hope you know, I love my authors. You knew that, right?
0: Bex is the queen of books, if you didn't know already.
1: Uh, Yeah, so uh, this week I chatted to Sally Gardner, who is an award-winning author, no less. She's won actual awards for writing, Sean. Oh, which ones? I want to say the Carnegie uh, Award.
0: Oh, Sounds grand.
1: Yeah, and a few others as well. The Smarties Book Prize a few years back, I think. So
0: a little peek behind the scenes, Bex, before uh, we hear from Sally. What was she like? Was she really nice? Did she arrive on time? Was there any sass?
1: Did she arrive on time? That's a great question. There were, there were a few technical issues where she had some uh, headphone shenanigans going on, but she was there, uh, lined up, ready to go. That
0: can be expected, as expected during these times. Yeah, it's
1: fair enough, isn't it? Um, I might keep a tally of all of the issues that all of the authors have had, to be honest. <laughs> That's what
0: we want here on Fun Kids Meets. We want to know the spice behind the scenes. It's
1: quite petty, isn't it? But the thing is, every author is always so apologetic, like, "Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, this went wrong." And I'm like, "Don't worry, it went wrong for me three times this morning already. It's fine." Um, and obviously, in this brave new world we live in, everything is a little bit um upsy-daisy but yeah no she was super lovely to chat to and it was the first time i've interviewed her on fun kids so she didn't quite know what to expect and if i'm gonna be honest with you sean i don't think she realized how much fun she was gonna have
0: right so uh, what we're gonna do on fun kids is a little game before we hear from our guest and it's called meets bingo We don't know. It may may not be called that in the future. We may think of a better name. You might suggest a better name for this little game that we play. If you do think of a better name, do put it in the review section um, of the podcast. But I'm going to try and guess three things that Bex is going to chat about with the guest. And then I'm also going to come up with a magic word, which I think may be in the interview. And if it is, then we all celebrate and... We go nuts, okay? (laughs) So, Bex, I think there's going to be some recycling chat from Sally in the interview, because I think the book is quite big on recycling.
1: I don't want to give away too much, so I'm just going to silently nod my head. Poker face. Poker face. Okay, sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now, you mentioned that uh, Sally has won Smarties book prizes in the past. Now, if it was me, if I'm in an interview, I'm going to be dropping in my award references left or right so I think she's going to be sprinkling in That's a little cheeky award reference just a little drop in there just casually in okay
1: okay so you, you think you and Sally are cut from the same cloth
0: I hope so and <laughs> I think she may mention a past book of hers like maybe Maggot Moon I think that might be in there
1: okay well three very interesting guesses there Sean I can tell you uh, from what I remember of the interview at least one of them maybe more oh. maybe less
0: It's going to be a bit, and it's a big, it's a big day if we get the bingo. And the final thing is the magic word where I'm just going to pick a random word. And if it's in the interview, we're going to go ballistic. The magic word this week is going to be strawberries. Any mention of the word strawberries, then we're off to the races.
1: That's an interesting shout. I'm trying to think if she does mention strawberries. And you know what? You've made me doubt everything I knew about that podcast and that interview. So I'm very interested to hear if she does say the word, even though I was actually doing the interview myself, Sean.
0: So have a listen out for Recycling, a drop of an award reference and the past books of hers like Maggot Moon and the magic word Strawberries, as we hear from the legend that is Sally Gardner.
1: Hey, Sally, how are you? I'm really well. Thank you very much. I'm thrilled to have you here. I've just finished your book, The Tindems and the Turtle Tangle. It's such a lovely read. It's such a heartwarming book. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what goes on in it?
2: The Tindims of Rubbish Island have a little bit of a problem with Bottle Mountain which has got very, 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 very big. And one day there's a bit of a disaster and the top of it breaks away. And it's the first time the little tindims have ever met the long legs, but they have to meet the long legs to try and retrieve Granny Gull and Barnacle Bow's house. And while they're doing that, they get muddled up with the turtle tangle. I love writing these. They're such ridiculous fun.
1: It's really fun to read because you almost have—it's kind of another language. You know, you've created this world where you feel like you're delving into this other dimension almost.
2: Thank you, thank you. I mean, they—funnily enough—they take quite some time to write. You—you um, <laughs> you sort of have to really get there. And my editor keeps saying to me, "No, no, no, no—they need to be more tindemfied." More tindem. Yes. <laughs> which is quite tricky
1: <laughs> especially if you've created the world you must think well i've done all i can surely
2: yeah but some of their sayings you know you've got to keep remembering what you've said i keep making them up and thinking oh, oh i better check that one out How, did they ever say that before
1: <laughs> so we should say uh, the long legs are actually a great name a little phrase for humans
2: yes and the little long legs are children
1: And in the book, they find a place where the long legs and the little long legs are trying to save some turtles. Is this something you've done in your life? Have you helped the turtles?
2: Well, I have a very big heartfelt love of turtles because it was the one thing my mother knitted before I was born. She knitted a little turtle for me. It was her maternal moment in her life. (laughs) And rather like the turtle, I sort of got left to sort of fend for myself (laughs) in life. <laughs> and I've always had a rather sort of fondness of them, and they do suffer in a very serious way from plastic bottles. And I thought that it would just be something if children and maybe they could help the long legs understand that throwing their water bottles away into the sea is really detrimental to the survival of so many species, including fish, because they swim in when they're small and they can't get out and they die.
1: Yeah, your book is really good at kind of, um, of helping to explain in a really interesting way, recycling and um, yeah, the danger that plastic is doing to the environment. Yes, it's
2: not our children's fault this by the way, and they are not in any way to blame, but if they could see as well as the long legs, all the plastic that we give our children, and ask the simple question, is this recyclable, Mum? Are these Lego pieces recyclable? That Mm -hmm. would be a start. And also, I have a big thing about magazines with all the plastic they put on the front of their magazines for their kids to, you know, to want to buy. Well, it all ends up, it doesn't get recycled. It just gets thrown away. And maybe the little long legs could help the long legs see what they're doing.
1: It's a very good point. I think, especially, I know our listeners are much more aware now of uh, of recycling and and looking out for ways to kind of uh, just keep the planet ticking over. Let's put it like that. So this is probably a good little way of, of teaching our grown-ups as well.
2: Yes, because grown-ups are, it's the grown-ups we need to get to. I mean, there is quite an interesting thing, though. Um, I think it was about 20 years ago, maybe a little less, 64,000 rubber ducks got free from a container and fell into the sea okay Mm -hmm. they are still popping up all over the world today wow and that just shows you what we are doing and the spillages like this cause endless trouble for the sea endless trouble
1: so this book i guess is your way of reminding people to be a little bit more mindful of the environment around them
2: absolutely and also the Tindims don't see rubbish uh they don't They don't think of rubbish as rubbish. And I think that is something that is a very interesting, just a discussion about what really is rubbish. Because actually we're throwing away main resources here that could be put into, remade into something else. And the countries that do this really well are Germany. And we are not doing it really well. We are still shipping our rubbish over to other countries. What are we doing? We should be recycling. Well,
1: um, you're practising what you preach in the book at least, because at the back there is a a, a little lesson of how to make a fish out of a plastic bottle, like kind of remembering that you can make little arts and crafts out about stuff you've got at home.
2: Yeah, I mean, really nice stuff. I mean, fabulous stuff I keep looking at. um, uh, In India, they do some really rather wonderful things they make with their rubbish, you know, and things seem to be much more used in a more imaginative and colourful way.
1: Now, you did mention uh, your mum earlier on, and I guess this book must be a bit of a family affair because didn't, didn't your daughter do the illustrations, is that right?
2: Yeah, my... Oh, bless her. My daughter is an amazing illustrator and I am severely dyslexic. So my other daughter, <laughs> her twin, has helped me uh, do you know, with, the, with the spelling and the, um, getting it into what we call a clean manuscript. So, mm-hmm. uh, and So it's really been a family affair. The only person who hasn't been involved is my son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your four son. He's probably just watching you from the outside, w- wondering what you're doing. Why is mum making all of those fish out of plastic bowls? What's she doing? <laughs> so you're dyslexic. That explains why, um, am I right in saying there's a dyslexia, like friendly font inside the book as well? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, I'm very keen on this font. I don't know. Did you find it easy to read?
1: I did, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got, I've got to say, um, I have a friend who's dyslexic, and uh, I know for him, he finds blue paper a lot easier. But I've never seen this font before, and I think it's great. I think it's such a good idea.
2: Well, I, I'm I'm sort of out on a crusade to get every book, you know, every kids' book written in this font, because even if you're not dyslexic, I think it's much more kinder on the eye, mm. and uh, and the words don't seem to wobble as much. And, uh, I, I think every, I, it's interesting. I did a book called Maggot Moon and that was put into dyslexia font for, for sort of much older children, well, grown ups really. And we had both of them out. We had the normal font and the dyslexia, and the dyslexia font was very popular. I and people bet. kept saying, I can't understand why I can read this. <laughs>
1: It's so funny, I've never seen, I read a lot of books for fun kids, and I don't think I've seen books in that font before, and it, it, I don't know why, because why wouldn't you? It's just much more inclusive.
2: Yeah, it is. And also, I don't think, you know, we, we say it's dyslexic font, but it's not a dyslexic book. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's a story. I, I feel if I'd seen this font when I was a little person, I would have been so grateful because the words would just stop moving on the page.
1: In a way, it kind of—I don't know—it just matches the story as well. Because, like you say, the book isn't isn't for dyslexic people in the story itself, but there's something about it. It just feels really—it's just such a lovely book to read, and um, I think it's a good lesson for for kids and for grown-ups. Um, and I think parents will enjoy reading it with their kids as well. I have to say. Now, every author that comes to Fun Kids, I do a quick fire round of questions with them, and I wonder yes. whether I could do that with you now.
2: Yes, please. All
1: right. Do. Now, no wrong answers. Obviously, it's just uh, whatever you fancy picking. So, first up is super easy. It is books or Kindles. Well,
2: I goodness, that isn't super easy. Uh, <laughs> that
1: isn't super
2: easy. Gee, I think I have to be honest and say Kindles. Oh dear.
1: That there is no wrong answer here. Don't worry about oh, it. Kindles are fine. Kindles, yeah. Go for it. Um, heroes or villains?
2: Oh, I like a good villain. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Um, I Coriander or Maggot Moon?
2: Uh, I think it has to be I Coriander because it started me off.
1: That was your first one. Um, yeah. Film adaptation or TV adaptation?
2: Ooh. Well, I, I, I've loved Bridgerton, so I'm going for, for TV.
1: Yeah, a lot of people are saying TV now. Whenever I ask authors, I think the power of Netflix has come along to yeah. prove TV adaptations. Yeah. Uh, writing or reading? Writing. That was very definite. Uh, Skittle's house or Broom's house?
2: I think Skittle.
1: OK. Uh, Hogwarts or Narnia?
2: Narnia. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I've got to go back. I'm going to uh-huh. take Hogwarts. I'm going to take Hogwarts. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone back.
1: I'll allow it. Don't worry. Thank uh, lap- you. Laptop or write by hand?
2: I love both, but I like my laptop.
1: Recycle or upcycle?
2: Recycle.
1: <laughs> Good. Do you write nine to five or do you write whenever you fancy?
2: I write really nine to five and a bit extra.
1: Oh, that's very determined. Uh, Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? Oh, that's so good. It's Paddington Bear. <laughs> Excellent. And the final the final big one, uh, the most important one, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion?
2: Oh man, it's got to be salt and vinegar.
1: Yes! yes that's, <laughs> that's, uh, I, I said there were no correct answers. I was wrong. Uh, that one is the one I care about the most. And you've got the right answer so well Thank done you. Thank that you. Is, that much. is the the big heavy hitter of those questions you could say anything yeah. you want for the rest but this the cheese and, <laughs> and salt and vinegar thing i appreciate the most um right well sally we should say your book the Tin dims is out this month so i know that um obviously bookshops aren't open at the moment but independent bookshop sellers are still going and you can go online and and there's lots of places still to grab the book right
2: yeah there are and independent please go for it go for it yes
1: yeah big fan of the independent bookshops well sally thank you so much for chatting to us about the Tindems and the turtle tangle and hopefully we'll see you for the next adventure
2: that would be grand that would be really lovely thank you so much thank you
0: lovely sally how excellent was she
1: she was super nice wasn't she she was really fun and really on board with um all of my interview to be honest i was very happy with it
0: she was fantastic, and uh, let's let's go through our meat spingo card. Recycling, tick.
1: Tick. Yeah, absolutely. Big tick on that one. I mean, it's the whole theme of the book, Sean.
0: That was an easy one. I thought. I oh, thought I need to get one right, otherwise I'm an embarrassment. No reward. No award references.
1: I mean, I I think I referenced the award, but no, she she was very subtle and very humble about that. So yeah, sadly, uh, she did not take the same. I'm not getting a
0: point for that. I don't think. No, you're
1: absolutely not get... I'm getting. I'm very harsh on this. You're not getting a point. No, absolutely not.
0: And well, I think you brought this one up. Um, the past books, um, uh, Maggot Moon. Uh, could you ask her in the quick fire questions which one she preferred?
1: Yeah, I went to Maggot Moon or I Coriander, which are two biggest books. Um, so sadly, I don't think you. No, would I, point I, get that.
0: A, I get a point for that. Do I get a point for that?
1: Well, I, I referenced it, not her. Are we? How are we doing this? I'm not getting a point for that. Oh my no. dearly.
0: Okay, fine. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and there was no magic word this week. But there might be next week, people. There might be next week. We'll play Meets Bingo with our next guest next week. Um, uh, so thank you so much, Bex, for that.
1: No problem at all. And uh, make thank sure you, you stay subscribed to
0: Funky's Meets as, well. as we will be meeting some more interesting, excellent, talented people very, very soon. It will be in your podcast device of choice every single Tuesday. See you later. Bye.